Debbie Marcuse, licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions and MLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504. Florida, L076508. Georgia, 69178. Idaho, Nevada, 57237. Oregon, Tennessee, 184373. Texas, Washington, MLO 237926. Hi, this is Debbie Marcoux, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Do you have questions that you want to ask? Have you been thinking about real estate, buying, selling, a mortgage? How do you get one? First-time buyer? Well, you've got to tune in to our show. It's live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. You can follow along, ask us your questions anonymously right into the feed. Get your answers. How do you do that? Will you text the word MOM to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Text the word MOM to that number and you'll get a link once a week to watch us film live, ask your questions, and get your answers. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. Well, hello and welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, and I have our favorite Heidi Slegel points back in the studio. Well, via Zoom with me. How you doing, Heidi? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It's so it's I'm so excited to see your face. I haven't we obviously you're in Arizona. I'm in California. I don't get to see you anyway on a daily basis. So our once a week, you know, catching up with mom, doing the show like for real, everybody listening, this is when me and Heidi actually get to take time to talk personally. And so we just haven't had that in weeks. You've been so busy. So yes. it's nice to see your face for sure. Yes. It's nice to be back. I know we kept saying we next week, next week, next week. And, you know, just it's been crazy and busy. And so I haven't been able to jump on and be part of the show. So I'm glad to be back. Yeah, me too. So what do we got here? We've got uh, my dad jumps on. He says, hi, guys. Hi, dad. Thanks so much for watching. We love that you get on every week. Uh, we've got my Uncle Jeff says, hello, ladies. Hi, Uncle Jeff. Thank you for watching. We've got uh, Heather jumped in. She said, uh, hi, guys. And you look great and sound great. So thank you so much, Heather, for letting us know, because this is the first Zoom that we have done in weeks. I've always I've had somebody in the studio with me every Wednesday for what, a month? How long has it been? since you've been on? I think it's been a month. Yeah, at least, yeah, right? At least, so, yeah. <laughs> so Zoom's always a little bit iffy, whether we're going to get the good sound or if it's going to you know, drop off or not drop off. So if you're out there and you guys are watching, please let us know. Put something in the feed. Say hi. Give us a thumbs up. Ask us your question. Again, this is an interactive show. The more questions that we get from our listeners, the better that the show is because we're obviously answering questions that you are thinking, which means that, trust me, others are thinking the same question. So if you are listening by radio on Saturday or Sunday and you want to get in on the show, you want to be able to ask questions, you have to watch us do it live. We are every Wednesday at 1 p.m. We are live on YouTube and you will get a link, a text message once a week if you text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844 844- we lend for you. You want to spell it, Heidi? She's like, no. 844-W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. 
<laughs> She's like, no, I don't really want to do it. Not um, really. Te- yeah, text the word mom <laughs> to that number and you will be able to um, get a link once a week to know that we are live. So uh, we had Annette jump on. She says, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, Annette. Thank you so much for uh, following and watching the show. We appreciate that. And we have another one. Uh, Rachel jumped on. She says, Hi- howdy, folks. So howdy. Uh, thank you, Rachel, for watching us. And then we have one that says, it says Z11 Annie. So I'm guessing it's Annie. And she says, how do I go about getting a loan on land or a lot with no house on it? So we are going to answer that for you here in a sec. And then Gregor says, hey, hey, Twitch still shows you offline. So I'm over here on YouTube today. Thank you, Gregor, for letting us know. Mikey, my gamer, you can get on top of that Twitch thing, figure out what's going on. That would be amazing. And then uh, my dad says, they both look great, but Debbie gets it from me, LOL. So thanks, Dad. Yeah, I get it from you. I'm (laughs) sure of it. If anybody's seen my mom, he's lying. Anyway, um, no, I'm just kidding. I actually look a lot like my dad. (laughs) All right, so let's go back. That's actually a fantastic question. We're going to take her question about the lot loans. Again, anybody at all that is listening that wants to be part of the show, you guys want to be interactive. That's what we're looking for. The more questions that we get, the better that the show is. If you're thinking the question, trust me, somebody else is as well. So if you can be the um, the not shy, bigger, better person who's willing to jump on and ask it, that's amazing because that really does help everybody. That's why we're here. So um, we'll do that and then maybe we'll do some catching up with mom and then keep going on questions. So we'll just kind of fly by the seat of our pants today. Does that sound good? I'm pretty sure that's how we always do it. So yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So the question was, is how do I go about getting a loan on land slash lot with no house on it? So um, I know what my answer is. What's your answer typically on that one, Heidi? I haven't had you on in so long. I'm going to get to defer to you today. Right. Um, So generally you would go directly to a lender that would specialize in lot loans or land loans. Um, we don't really do land and lot loans, anything without an actual uh, real property on it. But you can actually go to a lender that does land loans or lot loans, what I think they're basically lot loans at this point. And you can get a special loan just to purchase land. Mm-hmm. So yeah. very similar to getting one for a house or you know any real property, but they are just specialty loans for uh, getting pre-qualified, same similar process, just they specialize in doing it just for land. Yeah, absolutely. So with uh, lot land loans, there are very, there are lenders that do it there. They are far and few between. There are not very many. Uh, there is uh, one bank in general that I will typically refer people to call, which is U.S. Bank. Uh, we're not here to, you know, if we can't do the loan, we're here to get you to the right place to get it done. So I have no problem throwing out, you know, the name of a bank that does it. I do know that U.S. Bank does allow them. They do offer them. So that is a place where I will generally generally <laughs> send people. I don't know why that's a bad, hard word today. Um, but that is a good place to go. Uh, U.S. Bank is a good place to go when looking for that. But there are also smaller lenders that will do it. 
They do typically require a larger down payment, usually about 50% is what I see on average. Again, every lender is going to be a little bit different on those lot loans or those land loans. So just keep that in mind when you're searching for them. And honestly, just go into your Google search and Google lot loans and you will see different lenders come up and then you can start to call around and see who has what guidelines, how much do they want in down payment and what are the terms of those loans. I know that the interest rates are going to be higher than what you're going to see on a normal uh, re you know, residential real estate purchase on real property that's already built or from a builder that's building it. So you definitely want to look into that. One thing that a lot of people haven't asked us about, Heidi, in a long time is construction. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to buy that lot to build that property and you need a loan for the lot and the build, you can actually do a construction loan and the construction loan will allow for the cash to buy the lot and incorporate the build of the property all into one loan. Again, that is not something that we do here at Mortgage Mom Radio. That truly is a specialty type of loan kind of like a renovation loan. We can do renovation. We've done them numerous times. Construction, not so much. We're not going to do a loan for you if it's not something that we feel comfortable and confident doing. We don't do those, but you can find construction loans and that is something that you can also Google and then the lenders that do do the construction will come up and then you can start making those calls. So if anybody has any questions whatsoever about land or construction, we will do our best to answer them for you. But remember that we don't do those loans, so we cannot give you actual specifics. Well said. Good. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So let's take a super fast break so we can take a sip of water and then we'll come right back. She's a mortgage mom. Hi, this is Debbie Marcoux, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. And what are we doing? Well, we're bringing you all the education and information you could need about all things real estate. Do you have mortgage insurance? Do you have an FHA loan? Could you be saving money monthly? Well, how do you find out? You give us a call. It's 844-935-3634. What's that spell? That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's 844-W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. She can get things done when you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. All right, and welcome back. Like I said, it was a super quick break. It just gives us a chance to breathe for a minute and then uh, come back to the show. So again, if you guys have any questions whatsoever, if you are watching the show and you want to ask, please make sure to put your questions into the feed. We are live on YouTube every Wednesday at 1 p.m. That seems to be the special time that works for us. So if you would like to watch, you'd like to participate, you'd like to ask your questions, you need to make sure that you follow along. So the best thing you can do, you've got two options. Number one, go to Mortgage Mom Radio on YouTube. So all you need to search is Mortgage Mom Radio and you can subscribe to our channel. Click that notification bell so that you do know when we go live. It will send you uh, a notification to go ahead and let you know that Mortgage Mom is on, that we're live. The other thing that you can do is you can text the word MOM to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Text the word MOM to that phone number and you will opt yourself in to once a week. You will get a link uh, with a text message to let you know that we are live. You will also get a link if you'd like to download our phone app. So for all of those phonies like me, and that is P-H-O-N-I-E, not <laughs> phony with a Y. If you would like to um, text, uh, if you'd like the phone 
app instead of using your computer or getting online, having to open up that laptop at night. The phone app is awesome. So you will get a link to save that uh, phone app as well when you text that number. If you want to call us, it is the same phone number. So just call that same phone number. So I'm going to let Heidi give it to us. Do you know the number? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's 844 844- Nine three five three six three four. I know she knows what it spells. Yes, eight four four. We lend for you. W e l e n d and the number four. <laughs> awesome, perfect. All right, so let's do a little bit of catching up with mom, huh? We haven't, we didn't, sure. do it. we haven't done it in a long time. So, no. so I closed on the house. Yay. We are moving this weekend. So poor, you know, thank goodness that we actually have Veterans Day. So again, um, happy Veterans Day. I want to say that. I want to throw that out there for yes. this Thursday uh, for tomorrow. You guys all deserve it. And I'm going to take advantage of the day off. Obviously, the banks are closed. Escrow's closed. Title's closed. We can't record loans on Thursday. It is a dead day in the mortgage world. So we are going to be packing packing Friday and moving Saturday. So I am going to be busy and you are going to be busier (laughs) with me out. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So that is just what's been going on with us. It's just been constant packing up and getting rid of a lot of things. I've had, um, I've had to have quite a bit of quite a few trash pickups. I mean, we've lived in the house for eight years. You don't realize what you accomplish you know, accumulate within that time frame. So it's been uh, pretty busy work all day. And then, you know, pack at night and pack yeah. on the weekends and declutter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, you know, moving is always that fun, exciting time. And you realize like, how come I still own this? Right. Where has this been? Why do we, why did we store this? <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest. I actually have found some boxes that never got opened from when we moved into the house. Uh-huh. So yes, definitely. I think that um, I'm I'm doing it a different way this time. Instead of boxes that you can't see, I went and I bought a bunch of clear bins that you can see mm-hmm. through, right? Yes. So I'm hoping that that helps a little bit where things that go into the garage because they can't be put away right away, it is still something that we can see. We can see through. We know what's in it. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. get to it a little bit faster, a little bit easier. <laughs> boxes, yes. it, boxes, it's kind of like, I just don't even want to open it, right? If you right. don't know what's in it, then it's better. You just leave it. Yep. You just <laughs> put it away and you're like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And eight years later, you're like, maybe just don't open it. Just throw it away. Right. We haven't seen it in eight years. We couldn't possibly need that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, how long ago did you move? When, when did you move? I know it was 2020, but what, what month? I can't remember. Uh, August. August. And mm-hmm. have you guys opened up every box yet? Oh, yeah. I was done within 30 days. Every single box? Every single box. So you don't have a single box with things in it left in the garage stored? No. Wow. You're no, amazing. nothing. You're, yeah. you're definitely an anomaly. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> yes, but remember, I had moved a year before that, too. Right. Okay. So it was a little different. Now, mind you, the year before I moved that time, I mean, I had boxes on boxes on boxes that, I mean, they were literally papers from my son's, you know, kindergarten that I had just thrown in like, oh, that's a cute scribble. Let's keep it. That's a cute scribble. Let's keep it. And I probably had five or six boxes of, you know, just some scribbled stuff on a piece of paper. And unfortunately you just can't keep everything your child calls art. Right. And, and I was, so. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So you had already done the decluttering a couple of times. So. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, 
This one's it's it's been a little rough. I mean, and and for us, we actually just remodeled last year, right? So we had right. to basically move out and move back in. I feel like we've been doing nothing but moving for years now. Um, right. But we had already done, you know, get everything out of the bedrooms, get everything out of the kitchen, get every. We had already done a lot of that. So I can yeah. only imagine how much worse that it would have been had we not actually gone through those, you know, already those steps, yeah. right? Right. That's why we were lucky moving from California to Arizona that we had just decluttered when we moved because otherwise I could only imagine how much more we would have been moving right out of state that we didn't need to yeah no absolutely I agree uh so okay well that was catching up with mom you guys know what I'm doing this uh Thursday Friday Saturday and Sunday I'm moving and while I'm moving and I'm in boxes trust me we've got mortgage mom radio and the mortgage mom team on call waiting for you guys to book an appointment so that they can help you again a lot of times you guys can't ask you know you can't call during the week you're at work you can't call during the nine to five calendared appointment I want to make sure that you all know that you can reach out to me directly I just had somebody this week reach out and say I really need a 7 a.m. appointment and guess what Miss Heidi's in Arizona this person is Pacific time she is not she is mountain time so 7 a.m. is actually her 8 a.m. and she volunteered to take that call so that person is going to get their call at their 7 a.m. time that they requested we're always going to make sure that we work with you and all you have to do is reach out and ask like he did so questions at mortgagemomradio.com send me a message let me know that you need help and that the times available on the calendar don't work for you give me a day and a time that does and I'm going to find a team member team member that does help my girls are all available even on the weekends we've always got somebody on call for Saturday and Sunday so if you are listening to this it's your day off you've really been wanting to reach out about buying a home refinancing whatever the questions are that you have and you want to get us remember that this show is not live on Saturday and Sunday we're live on Wednesday at 1 and we're recording and you can watch us do it on YouTube right from the studio but if you are listening Saturday or Sunday just call the number Go to the website, mortgagebombradio.com, book yourself an appointment. The call service will answer. They will book you an appointment and you will get a phone call. So just please make sure uh, that if you want to talk to somebody today that you reach out. So again, mortgagemomradio.com or call the number. It's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. That's 844 935 Three, four. Um, we've got Annie's uh, actually given us some um, comments in the feed. So we're going to take a really quick break. And when we get back, I'm going to actually read those and we'll get back to questions. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. We'll be right back. She's the mortgage mom. Hi, this is Debbie Marcoux, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. And what do we do? Well, we'll bring you all the education and information that you need to know about selling your home, refinancing your property. How do we save you money? Well, do you have mortgage insurance? Do you have a conventional loan that you put down less than 20%? An FHA loan? Well, let's get rid of it. Prices are up and rates are down. Give us a call. It's 844-935-3634. What's that spell? It's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's 844-W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Pick up the phone and call mom. 
All right. Well, welcome back again. Like I said, it's just a couple of seconds when you're watching us on YouTube. It just gives us a chance to take a quick sip and then keep going. So um, if you guys, again, you want to make sure that you're following with us live, you want to ask us questions while we're in the studio, while we're recording, then you've got to watch us do it live. It's at 1 p.m. on YouTube every Wednesday, and that is 1 p.m. Pacific time. So San Antonio and Savannah, you know, you guys are different time zones. Uh, make sure, have a Sue, you guys are listening. Make sure that you guys are tuning in 1 p.m. Pacific time or text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That way you will get your link once a week to know that you can follow us. All you got to do is click on the link when the text comes and then right there you're you're in the YouTube channel. So all right, so here we go. Annie, right? She says, thank you. And she was the one that asked the question about the lot loan and can you get a lot loan, right? So she says, thank you. If I refi with cash out on my primary residence owned for a little over two years, can I buy another house as my primary residence and keep my old house as a secondary? Or would I need 20% down? So that's actually a great question. We, we do have a lot of people call us and we actually have that scenario quite a few times over and over again where we will actually do the refinance for you, get the cash out of your property to help you go buy the next. So yes, you absolutely can do that. There are a couple of things that we have to be very, very cautious of, which is occupancy. And I know mm -hmm. that Heidi knows exactly where I'm going with that. So I'm going to let her chime in so that this is a two-way street. You guys aren't listening to an entire hour of Debbie talk. And then I'll jump in <laughs> with anything that uh, Heidi may uh, miss or just my perspective. So why don't you talk? If I called you, Heidi, and I said, hey, I would really love to go buy another property. It is going to be my new primary residence. I don't have 20% down. I don't want to sell my house. I want to keep it. What would be your recommendation? Uh, my recommendation would be to refinance your current property as an investment and pull the cash out so that you can now take that cash and put it towards a new primary residence. You do not have to put 20% down as a primary, and we can now take your new rental and use rental income for you to qualify for your new primary. So you would have to refinance it as an investment or as a secondary, again, depending on what you're going to do. And if you qualify for both debts or you need to offset with rental income. So again, we would have to look at your debt to income ratios, your income, your qualifications, and what you need to put down, how much money you're going to take out, you know, all the different factors of what are you going to do with the house you're going to depart, the one you currently have. And if you are going to rent it or not, because all of the next steps, we want to make sure everything lines up and makes sense when you go to buy your next owner occupied residence. I love it. You're so good. I wonder why I have you working with me. Uh, no. Oh, so it's because I'm cute and you love me. <laughs> all of it. All of the above. All of the above. No. So you are absolutely right, right? So if I live in Valencia and I want to go buy another house in Valencia just down the street, nobody's going to believe right. that I am going to hold on to my house as a second vacation property moving down the street right. into a new home, right? So in that situation, Correct. we would need to refinance that house either, number one, as an investment property property. And mm -hmm. we are going to take a higher interest rate than a primary. So we want to make sure that with the interest rate you have today, that it, everything makes sense. But the occupancy needs to line up if we're going to go bam, 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 
close the refi, close the house, right? Close the purchase. If there's going to be, you're thinking right now out loud, well, you know, we're thinking that in probably about six to eight months, we're going to want to, we're going to be in the market and be ready to buy. Then we can actually do the refinance as your primary, because as of today, your your thought process is that you are staying there. That is your home. So we would do the refinance as your primary residence, get the cash out, you put the cash in the bank, and then when you're ready, then you have the cash to go purchase the next. And now you get the lower interest rate as the owner-occupied residence. Now, if you live in California, your pro- your job is remote, you can work anywhere like Heidi, and you decide you want to move to Arizona, but you don't want to get rid of California, and if you could qualify for both payments, then we might look at that as though you're going to keep your current residence, call it a second home because you'll be back and you'll be visiting and you'll keep it and then also then get you the new primary residence in the other state. So, so many different scenarios that we would want to look at and truly have the conversation and discuss your scenario to determine what the best option is. How do we get the money out? Can we do it right away? Question for Manny. Yes, we can. How we structure it is going to be based on your answers and what makes sense. You know, what is your scenario? What is your story? Does your storyline match up to something that an underwriter is going to, you know, understand or believe? So we just need to have that conversation, but it's absolutely doable. And the more real estate that you can hold on to, the better. Absolutely. So build your portfolio if you can, for sure. For sure. So um, Annie does uh, have another question. Um, Before I read that out loud, we have David uh, jumped on, David Hoshaw. He says, hi, Debbie. David, so good to see you. I haven't seen you in ages. We got to get past this whole, you know, distancing, social distancing. I'm telling you, used to love going to all of the different um, like fundraisers and different real estate events. And always I'd run into David and David's been around uh, the real estate world for tons of years. And so anyway, David, so good to see you. Thank you for jumping on. Um, Okay. So Annie's next question. And again, you guys, if you're out there listening, especially on Saturday and Sunday by radio, I guarantee you guys have a question listening to this show, but you can't ask a question right away or during the show or live because you're listening to us pre-recorded. So if you want to be part of the show, we're every Wednesday, 1 p.m. on YouTube, look it up, Mortgage Mom Radio, subscribe to the channel, click that notification bell, and make sure that you know when we go live or text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's L-E-N-D and the number four. Text the word mom to that number. That will make sure that you get opted in and you will get a link once a week by texting to let you know that we have gone live. You can click on that link and you can watch us do the show. Um, David does jump on and says, who should I talk to for removing the PMI on a one-year-old loan with 30% equity? David, you need to give me a call. It's that simple. (laughs) Um, Just call me, David, and we'll get you all set up. We'll get the loan going and we'll get that PMI removed. We just did a show actually last week where we talked all about PMI removing the PMI, um, the equity that a lot of people have. I'm We're putting one together today. You were just working on it right before the show started, Heidi, where they <laughs> yep. just bought the house actually in March, March. of this year, March 2021. Yes. And they have the equity with the FHA purchase that we did. They have the 20% equity. We're refinancing them, getting rid of the mortgage insurance. We have one that they just signed loan documents yesterday. Same thing. I think that they closed, was it 2021 or 2020? Uh, End of 20. 
20. It was like December 2020, right? So, and they've already got the equity to get out of it. Property values have increased. And this is something that's going to get into Annie's question that she just asked that I haven't read yet. So, you know, they've got the equity to remove the mortgage insurance and it hasn't even been 12 months. If you have, I can't say it enough times, if you have an FHA loan, if you have a conventional loan and you have mortgage insurance and you bought your home earlier this year or last year or earlier, so 2018, Mm -hmm. 19, 20, and the beginning of 2021, and you're paying mortgage insurance, you should be picking up the phone right now and you should be giving us a call to have a consultation about what that's going to look like to remove that mortgage insurance. Even if interest rates are slightly higher than what you were able to obtain last year or earlier this year, we are on the way up. We have not gone huge. Rates are still fantastic, but we are on the way up. They they should be just slightly higher than they were last year that we can get you out of that mortgage insurance. So definitely, definitely pick up the phone and call us. Same phone number for everything for Mortgage Mom. So it's 844-935-3634 or go to the website, mortgagemomradio.com and click that appointment button. You get an appointment for whenever you want it. And if there is not a day or time that works for you, you're gonna send me an email. You could do it through the website. There's a contact us. You can send an email to questions at mortgagemomradio.com. Let me know a day and time that works for you. And I will make sure that I get you set up with somebody to help you. So um, please, you guys, if you have mortgage insurance, your ears should be perking up. Your head should be tilting to the side and you should be calling our phone number to talk to us about getting you out of it and getting you into a better payment. So David, thank you. Thank you for the question. Honestly, um, it was something we just talked about last week. So now we're going to get into Annie's question where she says, I heard real estate is projected to appreciate 14% next year. Do you agree? Or do you think inflation will drive prices down or up even more? So that's actually a very good question. It's actually Mm -hmm. kind of three questions, right? In one. And I say that we take a quick break for a sip of water before we tackle that one. Does that sound good? Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. She's a mortgage mom. Hi, this is Debbie Marcoux, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Have you been thinking about buying an investment property? Maybe you own an investment property and wanted to get some cash out, but you have a hard time showing your income to qualify. That's okay. We've got programs for that. Give us a call. Get your phone consultation. Get on the books. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right. Well, welcome back again. Like I said, they're they're like 10 seconds long. They just give us enough time to literally pound the water. So uh, welcome back. This is Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I've got Heidi Slegel points with me. Heidi is my sidekick uh, for this week, and she's usually my sidekick every week, but we have not had (laughs) the pleasure of Heidi in about a month. So I'm super excited to see her back on with me today. Um, So right before the break, we had the question from Annie. She says, I heard real estate is projected to appreciate 14% next year. Do you agree? So number one, I actually heard a larger number than that. Um, 
and and actually it was Heather that told me I didn't read it, uh, but she did. She is a licensed real estate agent, and she had actually read a number um, from the California Association of Realtors um, that she had read that came out to her through you know their newsletters and and things of that nature. So uh, I I have heard also that we are we are assuming appreciation for the year of 2022. Now her question is, is do you agree? And I'm going to tell you, I agree. Um, I, I, it's such a fine road to walk on, right? Everybody right now is talking about our price is going to plummet. Are we going to have a crash? Are we going to have an explosion and a big old boom, right? Or our price is going to keep going. Um, you know, personally, I just closed a house two weeks ago. So obviously, as a mortgage mom in the industry for over 25 years, I don't even know what the number is right now. And I don't want to count or <laughs> I don't even want to actually have to say the number out loud. But over 25 years, I've been doing this just bought a house two weeks ago that I closed on. So I've obviously bought at the top of the market highest it's ever been. And do I think that it's going to keep going? So I think we're going to see some more appreciation. I think that while inventory continues to be low, I think that we will see property values go up. I do think that with interest rates slowly on the rise, the Fed talking about tapering of the rates, knowing that those changes are going to be coming, the Federal Reserve will be changing that prime rate, which will affect the first mortgage rates for sure. So I do think that as interest rates go up a bit, we're going to see the appreciation slow down. Do I think that there's going to be a big giant crash or tumble? I don't. I truly don't believe that. Um, and I can get into more detail, but we actually did a complete show on that. I want to say, what do you think it was, Heidi? Maybe about a month ago that we had the entire team on. It was Larry and Heather. and Yeah, I think... Yeah, it was just just over a month ago. Right. So if you yeah, if you go back to um, right here on our YouTube channel, go to our uh, playlist, our live playlist, and um, you guys can actually watch that episode. We talked about do we think you know prices are going to fall, and you can hear all of the different opinions of everybody from the team. I think that we've got a giant shortage in housing at the moment. So even as the uh, prices go up, interest rates go up, low inventory, lots of demand. I think it's going to keep our housing prices high. Uh, do I think that we might see some sort of a dip? We have to at some point in time. But do I think that we're going to see an explosion? No, I, I truly, I just don't see that. But you can go back and hear all of the opinions and all of the detail and all of the deep dive that we did in that show. Uh, Heather jumped on right now. She said she heard 16% appreciation this coming year. Uh, my dad says you're older than 25. Say it isn't so. Thanks, dad. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm not going to actually start counting out how many years I've been doing this job uh, or in this business. But yeah, it was a really, it was a great show. It was actually, it was me, yeah. Larry, uh, Cindy and Heather, the four of us really diving deep into the shortage and interest rates and the Fed tapering rates. And what does that mean? And so go back and look for that for that show. It was just about uh, a month ago. Um, you know, Heather, if you're on, maybe you can um, quickly go back and look and see what we titled the show and throw it into the feed for me um, so that we can let everybody know what to, which which show to look for. But it was a really great show. And um, I, I do think that property values next year are going to go up. I think eventually we're going 
going to see some late, some tapering off. I think we're going to see maybe even some correction. We might see maybe a 10% drop or so. But I think even with interest rates up, um, even with the economy not doing fantastic, I think that we've got a shortage. We have a housing crisis. And I think that that's going to continue to keep the real estate market high. So that's just my personal opinion. Do you, do you have anything that comes to mind, Heidi, that you want to maybe throw in on that, your opinion? You know, I think we're going to see appreciation continue in some of the larger high areas uh, going into next year. And then I think we're going to see a larger, you know, tapering off in some of the other areas that just haven't raised as much as we see maybe in like the LA County area or maybe the San Francisco area, stuff like that in the California, or even like Arizona may taper off a little bit faster than some of the other, you know, cities and states that maybe we see. So I think we're going to see some that continue to appreciate and then some that maybe taper off a little bit more, or even some that see a higher correction faster than others. So I think we're going to see a little bit of everything and it really is going to depend on where you're looking, where you live and really your price range. Because I think that that's all going to take a factor when it comes to the rates, the, um, the fed coming in and doing the corrections, everything else. So I think it's a very broad question and every area is going to be impacted. I think differently at a different time. Yeah. And there are, there's pockets, right? I mean, look at what mm-hmm. they're calling it, the, the, the great migration, right? Everybody's Correct. moved from, I swear it feels like everybody's leaving California and going somewhere else. And that's truly happening, but there's a right. lot of people leaving New York and going somewhere else or, you know, the, the big cities people are leaving. And really that was all sparked last year with the pandemic and, you know, people were working from home and the stay at home orders. And so they were finding that they could go somewhere else. that was more affordable, more land, single family home, not a condo, not an apartment, not a town home. Right. And so there right. were a lot of people migrating and we've seen a lot of places in the country that had, I mean, giant, giant appreciation, far more than California, which is usually where you see the big, huge appreciation, right? Uh, In the, in the country. So we've seen other areas like your Arizona, where you moved to where lots of appreciation that you wouldn't typically see. I think that they're going to slow down and level off, maybe lose a little bit over time, but I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to be giant. I don't think no. it's anything to be a have a concern with. I feel that if you own a home, you're still in a better place than somebody that doesn't. Uh, her question is, do you think that property values are going to go up or down based on inflation? Well, I mean, you figure that if it costs you more money to build because the wood costs more money, the contract mm-hmm. labor costs more money, people don't want to work right now, people can't get contract labor, so they're going to pay more for labor, so you're going to pay more for that house that is being built. I think that all of those things are, again, going to be a factor in keeping values high, even if interest mm-hmm. rates come up, and even if the economy or inflation starts to take over, I think that we're still going to see that real estate is going to be a commodity that's going going to be hard to get your hands on. So again, housing shortage, 5 million people, 5 million people housing shortage is what we have in the US. And, you know, I just I just don't see us having a big 
explosion. I think that real estate is a good place to be. And like we've said in every single show for the last four or five years that we've been doing this, real estate is for the long haul. Real estate is not a quick investment unless you are an investor, unless you know what you're doing, you're buying the home and you're doing a quick flip, you've done it before and you are... You have the money to not worry that if you put it into this house and you're doing a flip and you lose it, it's easily easy to walk away from, right? If you are that investor, you go for the short term, right? You go for the quick flip. But if you are not that person, and I'm telling you right now, I work in this industry. I've been in this industry for a long time. I had a gentleman call me this week or last week asking me, can you give me any advice on flipping homes? I can't. That's not my arena. It's not what I do. I I do loans. I come in. I bury my head in a computer. I take phone calls all day long and I walk out my door and I go back home and I live in my property. Do I know that real estate is a great investment and it's where we should have part of our portfolio for retirement down the road? Yes. But can I tell you how to go flip a home? No. Do I belong taking my money and throwing it into a project to flip a home? No, <laughs> I right. don't. And, I, and I'm not going to give you advice on that. But real estate yeah. for the normal person, the mm-hmm. everyday homeowner is a, is for the long haul. You're not buying it today to, to worry about where your value is next year. You're buying it to plant your roots, you know, dig them in, make a family, make a family home, have a roof over your head, have stability. Nobody can take it from you. Nobody can tell you to move out. They're going to sell your home. You, you are the owner. And as long as you make your payments and you pay your taxes and you keep your insurance good in case something happens, you do not ever have to worry about the stability of having a home. So should you be a homeowner? Yes. Should you worry about where the market is today? In my opinion, no. Again, my opinion. I'm not a financial advisor, but my opinion is no. Right. No, I mean, I agree, right? I bought, I moved to Arizona. I bought in the high of the market in Arizona, right? I bought it last year. Every single person who has bought a house in the last three years, four years, five years, think about it this way. When you bought your house, you bought your house as the highest house that had ever sold in your neighborhood. Yep. Right? And mm-hmm. and and that's been for the last five years, six years, seven years, yes. right? It, we have not seen prices come down. So are we due for an adjustment? No. Yes, we, we, we are. We're absolutely due for an adjustment. However, we've never been in a situation like we're in today. The United Correct. States hasn't been not had a an opportunity to get their hands on, you know, wood to build and you know, housing hasn't been short. And, you know, so there's so many things yeah. that are different today than where they were yesterday that just make sure if you buy something, you can afford it. It's a payment that you can Correct. afford. You know that you can make that payment. You know that you're not going to get kicked out. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it's important to make the right decisions when buying, but should you not buy? No, I think that's a bad decision. Oh, I agree. Right. I'm in my house. I can afford my house. This is where we want to be. And when the market moves up and down and up and down, I'm okay. This is, this is a good place financially for us to be. And it's an investment, right? Absolutely. So, you know, that's where I look at is I think we're going to see some corrections. I think we're going to see the market go up. I think we're going to see slowly, but I don't foresee a huge crash. And I think that's where a lot of people are worried. Um, again, it's completely my opinion. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not, you know, educated enough in the, you know, and I don't have a crystal ball. 
Right. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't project the future. Right. Don't you wish we had one? Oh my goodness. Oh. We would not be sitting here doing this. No, we would not. No. Be. <laughs> we would not be. All right. So Heather was nice enough to look for it. She said the show is called, should you buy? And it was from a month ago. So if you guys yeah. are wanting to really hear the really deep dive, me and Heidi just did some of it, but there's a lot more to it. Lots of opinions for people in the show, all that have been in the industry for a very long time. Uh, go back and look for it again. Just look for our playlist. It's the uh, Mortgage Mom Live playlist, and it's called Should You Buy? So uh, definitely take a look at that uh, to, to hear more, see more, understand more. Um, so and and Stephanie, or I'm sorry, Annie jumps on. She says, thank you so much. And you are very, very welcome. We love the questions. Keep them coming. And uh, let's take uh, one more quick break. Uh, I can see Mikey walked away. Jenny sat down. Do you know how to start a commercial? Yeah. All right. So let's take just a quick one and we'll be right back. She's the mortgage mom. Mortgage mom here. Hey, have you been thinking about pulling out some cash from your home to do some home improvements? You have some debts that you want to pay off. Maybe you've got an FHA or a conventional loan with some mortgage insurance you'd like to get rid of. Values are up and rates are down. It's a great day to give us a call and see what you can do. Get on the books. Get your phone consultation. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. That's 844-W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. She can get things done when you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. All right. Well, welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marku. I'm the Mortgage Mom. And I've got Heidi Slegel points on with me. And we are talking everything real estate and mortgage, all education and information that we could possibly give you. We're bringing it to you once a week. And we want you guys to follow along. It's an interactive show. We want you asking questions like Annie's been. These questions are truly helpful. David jumped in today, asked a question about mortgage insurance. The more questions that you guys ask, the better that the show is is, the more information we can give you, the more content, the more differentiated content, right? We want it to be different content every week. And so the questions that come from you are what determine the show. And trust me, if you have the question, there are other people with the same question and you are helping others to get their answers. So follow along, text the word mom to 844-935-3634. It's W-E- L-E-N-D and the number four. Text the word mom. You are going to get a link once a week so that you can follow along, interact, ask your questions and see us record the show live. We are live on YouTube every Wednesday. You can search YouTube for Mortgage Mom Radio. Go to our channel and you can subscribe and turn on that notification bell so that you do know when we go live. So if you would prefer to not get a text message once a week, you can get the notification from YouTube. Just search for Mortgage Mom Radio. If you go to our website, mortgagemomradio.com, you guys can book an appointment. They are open for appointments. We will take appointments Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If there is not a time that works for you on one of those days, please reach out to me. Go to questions at mortgagemomradio.com. Send a um, message through the contact us on the website. 
I will get you set up. Heidi was nice enough to uh, set up an, a call for 7 a.m. Pacific time uh, for this Friday. So, you know, she's 8 a.m. She's mountain time. So, you know, a little bit easier for her than the California folks. But trust me, no matter where you are, we are going to help you. We will get you in if you need a particular time. So please reach out and ask. We are here to help. So um, Heather jumps in. She says, I absolutely love, love that commercial. Uh, so I know you can't see it, Heidi, because I've got you stuck mm -hmm. in the Zoom, but it is a super duper cute turkey commercial. And again, for oh. those of you that are listening on Saturday or Sunday by radio, instead of watching us do it live on YouTube, you guys can't actually see the little 10 second, 20 second commercials that we're running. Um, they're super duper cute. This one was a Thanksgiving turkey commercial. And uh, it was it was pretty adorable. Mikey does a pretty darn good job with those commercials. So if anything, get a good laugh by watching the show to see our commercials. Um, all right. So we've got, I don't know, I'd say like 10 minutes left of the show. If anybody watching has a question, this now is the time. Get it in the feed so that you don't miss out. Uh, Heidi, is there anything that you want to talk about? Maybe something that you've been seeing with files coming through here recently. Um, I've got a couple of new commercials that I've been running about uh, bank statement and the debt service uh, ratio, debt ratio loans for the investment properties. So we can always go into that regard. I think that's, we're going to get some calls about that. But is there anything that you've been seeing that you feel is important that we're bringing to the attention of our listeners? Yes. All right. So I want to talk about people that have maybe had some time off of work. So you were off of work for disability or you were off of work because you were injured at work. So you were on um, workers comp, anything like that. That is fine. We don't have any problems with it. However, we do have to document your time off of work because we want to exclude any time off of work out of your income. Okay. Which means you're off of work for eight months. I need to take out eight months of time from my income calculation. I can only do that if I can document that you are actually out on disability or workers comp to come up with an income calculation. Right. So meaning. Yeah. If they what? were furloughed, right. Which yes. a lot of people were, that is mm -hmm. different than if they actually were sick and out on Correct. disability or were hurt. Right. right? And, and or had were to, hurt. Right. Right. Yes. Or, or maybe so they had it, to take time off for a loved one because the loved one was ill. I mean, there's, there are going to be situations that we can help, right? But if you correct. were just, your job just absolutely furloughed you, you weren't working, you were on unemployment, and you are a correct. variable hourly employee, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to have a problem. But that's what I want you to kind of, I, I, and I know where you were going, but I want to make sure people understand yeah. the difference. I think here is the biggest, biggest question mark and the biggest thing that people don't understand what is the difference between a variable employee and a salaried employee okay so if you're salary you make fifty thousand dollars a year okay you have to make that fifty thousand dollars a year no matter what this is not if i call in sick i get paid less if i take vacation i get paid less if i you know, it's not 20 hours, 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours. You get paid that money no matter what. That is salary. That is not variable. Now, if you are, I get paid $1,000 a month. But if I take off eight hours that month, 
and I didn't have any more vacation time or any more sick time, I got paid less than a thousand dollars that month. You are now variable. Okay. Just because it says, well, normally I get a thousand dollars a month, but I didn't have any more paid time off. And I took that eight hours anyways, you're now a variable income. Right. And, and we have a lot of people that get confused with that, right? Because, and they get upset and they, but, but I always get my 40 hours, no matter what, I always get my 40 hours. Mm -hmm. You do, but you're not guaranteed the 40 hours. If you run out of PTO time, if you run out of sick time, then what happens? Is your Mm -hmm. boss still going to pay you the hourly times 40, even if you're not there? Then it's not going to show that your hourly wage, it's going to show a $1,000 on that line, right? And it's going to say salary. If it says an hourly amount and it says an amount of hours, you are definitely not salaried. I have seen a couple of times, which is interesting, and it will say on the pay stub the salary amount, Mm -hmm. and then it will also show an hourly amount. And Correct. that hourly amount is what is used. So it means that the, the person is always getting the salary no matter what, mm-hmm. but that they are also eligible for overtime. And that Correct. is the hourly wage that is used when calculating their OT. So I have seen that and that is okay. Yes. So there, there's actually two different reasons you'll see that. They are given a salary amount. So here is the salary you're going to get. However, you get it at this hourly rate. You're not technically salary. So there's two reasons we'll we'll see it. You get $100,000 a year salary. However, you're actually paid at an hourly rate. So if you run out of, because you're you're still eligible for overtime, so you get overtime, which means you're not actually exempt, which means you are technically hourly. So if you don't work your time and you run out of overtime, you run out of, or you run out of uh, paid time off or sick time, you don't actually make your salary. So you're not salary. Or like Debbie just said, here's your salary and you get, this is how we calculate your salary. And you do qualify for, normally it's bonus or something else. So they're just showing them how they calculated out your salary. And they do that just to keep their records correct. Right. So the bottom line was, because we have to actually- Yeah. Get rid of the show. We got, we got to shut it down, right? Because yeah. we're getting to the end of that hour. But the bottom line is, if you are variable, if you mm-hmm. were off work last year and it was for any amount of time be, that was due to, so I'm going to let you actually due put to, this in your words. Yeah. You, started, an this, you injury, started this segment. Due I'm gonna to let an you. injury. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you were out for disability or workers comp. You need to provide your disability or workers comp documentation that shows the day you went out and the day you returned. It needs to show the dates. That is the documentation we need so that we can do accurate income and get you qualified with that income without having to use an average income with eight months you actually weren't working because that will hurt your income calculation. So we can go into detail, you know, when you give us a call, but it is important because we get a lot of people that say, but I don't, I don't have that paperwork. I can't get it. You can, and it's a challenge sometimes, but it is very important in order to qualify for a loan. It is. And the one thing that I want to drive home before we shut the show down is that it is very, very important for you to have the conversation with us, especially if you are an hourly employee and you are not a salaried employee. If you were off of work due to 
COVID or oh, for some other reason where yes. you uh, were off, you were furloughed, you were off, they were paying you uh, a lower amount, they lowered your, right. uh, you know, they lowered, lowered your, salary, your hours, they lowered your hours, whatever yes. it was that took place. Please, please, please make sure that you are talking to us about that when you get your consultation. It is very, very important because it will change the way that we look at your loan or we might need to make a couple of extra phone calls in advance to make sure that we can help you and get you qualified. I, trust me, do not want to take an application. I do not want to order an appraisal and I do not want you to pay for an appraisal for a loan that we can't close. No. I want to close every loan that comes through my door. So I need to make sure that we're having the conversation about your income. Have you been off? What do you do? How many hours do you work? How mm -hmm. long were you off for? Why yes. were you off? Was it disability or was it work workers comp or was there some sort of, you know, other scenario reason right. why you couldn't work? We need to have that conversation and make sure that you bring it to us so that we are qualifying you correctly and getting the loan started when it's a loan that we can do. If we can't do the loan, we don't want to drag you through the mud. So there's just, no. you know, talk to us, please be no. open. Nothing worse than being the bearer of bad news halfway through or at the end to tell you this is not going to work. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for today. We are going to be back again next Wednesday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Again, remember, it's Pacific time. So if you're in Arizona, we're on at 2 p.m. <laughs> Heidi realized that one today. It's the first week back, right? Yay. Yeah. So back. <laughs> I just can't wait till they totally get rid of it all together. Uh, but anyway, so 1, right. 1 p.m. Pacific time every single Wednesday right on YouTube. If you guys want to do this with us, you want to interact, you want to ask your questions, text the word mom to 844-935-3634. What's that spell, Heidi? We lend for you, W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. There you go. So text the word mom. You'll get a link once a week so that you can join us. Or go to YouTube and search for Mortgage Mom Radio. Go to our channel, subscribe, click on that notification bell so that you do get that notification from YouTube when we go live. So we hope that you guys all have a fantastic week and weekend. For those of you that are watching or listening on Saturday or Sunday, follow along on Wednesday. We'd love to have you. Again, this is Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marku. That was Heidi Slegel points with me. She's going to be back again next week. I can't wait. Yes. And um, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys all uh, next week. We hope you have a good one. Debbie Marku is licensed by the Department of Financial Institutions and MLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 09415504, Florida LO76508, Georgia 69178, Idaho, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. She's the mortgage mom she can get things done when you're in need and don't know where to go pick up the phone and call mom <laughs>